0: Welcome to Ella Go. My name is Lisa, and this is not just a podcast about running. This is a podcast to empower women through fitness and health and everything in between. Because let's be honest, ladies, this journey could suck. If we don't get our shit together. Welcome back, everyone. Welcome back to Ella Go Podcast. Today's guest is pretty special because she's actually one of my besties from back home. And I say back home because she's no longer here, but we're going to talk more about that. So welcome, Allie.
1: Hi, I'm so happy to be here. I'm excited. It's only been like We've been planning this for like what? A year. A year and a half. <laughs> <laughs>
0: so um, so I want everyone to know that I know Allie pretty well. Uh, she's one of my small business besties, as I like to call it, my business besties. Um, but before we talk about that, a lot of other things that have occurred because she's no longer here. Um, Allie, tell everyone, the listeners, a little bit about yourself.
1: All right. So my name's Allie. I am a licensed massage therapist and I'm licensed in originally in New York and just recently in North Carolina and South Carolina. Um, I went to massage school for two years and I graduated in 2016, got my license in 2017, um, and then went through a bunch of craziness between 2017 and 18, and then I started my own business called Reed Massage and Wellness. Um, just recently, I moved my business. I had my business for three years, so um, two and a half in New York and then now in North Carolina, um, and that was like my dream was to move to North Carolina, move my business, and it finally happened, which I'm super excited about. It's been a long process. Um Having to go from having my business and like building it up and having it be like be fully booked, have people like referring all their friends and family, and then now like starting over where I don't have any friends, any family down here, and not having like that kind of referral has been a little tricky, but. It's growing. It's my baby. I'm nurturing it. It'll get there. She's feeding it. She's cuddling it. it. (laughs) I'm nursing it at night.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So I brought Allie on here because, you know, she's obviously, uh, she's a woman and she's an entrepreneur. And the funny part about this is that, you know, well, not really funny, but the way we met, way yeah, we met kind was kind of, of, funny of funny. now <laughs> um, but i brought her on here not only because of how we met but because she's a young woman she's a young entrepreneur and i think that Allie, as a kid as for me and by the way there's a huge age gap between Allie and mm. myself i could possibly be Allie's mother
1: <laughs> no you know yes
0: no. and but that's okay <laughs> i've never seen her as such we, we we're pretty much uh, really great friends but as a young girl, when me, you know, myself growing up, I never thought of ever owning my business. I never thought that that was even a thing to do when I was a kid. Like I never said, I'm going to own my own business. Like it was always about me going to school and working at a company, getting a job. Okay. So, you know, I think of you, you started so early and so my, one of my qu- questions that I have for you, and I always thought about this is what gave you the idea that, you know, you could possibly own your own business? Like, how did that all come about?
1: Uh, working for a shitty person <laughs> 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 for multiple it. people. So, I mean, right out of high school, I went to school, um, for pharmacy. Like I never even thought that I would want to be a massage therapist. I never thought that that was like an idea. Um, I mean like growing up, I always like would give my friends like hand massages, my mom hand massages and stuff like that. Cause I like doing it, but I never actually thought of it as like a business or like a career. So when I graduated school, high school, um, I went to community college to start and I did awful Like I hated it and it's because I didn't know really what I wanted to do. I thought pharmacy because I'd make a lot of money and my parents just kept telling me I had to go to college because they didn't. So I was like, well, pharmacy, I can like make some concoctions, you know, and make a hundred thousand dollars a year to start and I'll be good. Well, I didn't realize like how much actually goes into pharmacy school. (laughs) It's a lot like, Mm yeah. Yeah. And I, I mean, they don't really prepare you for that kind of stuff in high school. They don't prepare you for like what life is going to be like once you get into college, because it's not like high school. So I really like failed at community college. And after a while, I was like, I'm going to drop out because I'm wasting my money. I don't know what I want to do. So I'm going to work for a little bit and then figure it out. So I went to massage school. And when I was in massage school, I remember like I did so well in massage school too. Like I had A's, I was on the president's list. Like it's crazy how you go from like something that you don't know what you want to do to like actually knowing what you want to do and like succeeding at it. But I remember specifically, we had to take a business course in massage school. And I just remember thinking to myself, I am never owning my own business. That is too much work. I'm going to work for someone else. Let them give me all the clients and I'll just make the money. Oh man, (laughs) when I got out of school, I, it was like getting hit by a truck. Like I didn't realize how the massage industry really is messed up if you don't own your own business. So you have a couple options as a massage therapist. You can work for a spa, which is usually what people do or a corporation, um, like a I don't know if I'm allowed to say it, but massage envy. I don't know if you, but okay, we'll so. take that out, but okay. okay. <laughs> but so like a, a massage corporation or a um, you can work in the medical field, like for a hospital, you can work for hospice. There's a couple of different things you can do with it. But the most basic thing to do when you first start is to work for a spa because you get a ton of hands-on experience. And, um, you just, you learn a lot because you're working on a lot of people. The problem is people might be paying $100 for a hundred dollars for massage, but the massage therapist is only getting like $30 of that. So you're having to pay your student loans, which is a lot, especially in New York state. Um, you have to pay for continuing education, which you have to do every in New York state, it's every three years and you have to have 36 hours. Um, and those courses can be pretty pricey. Um, you're also putting a lot of wear and tear on your joints and your muscles, um, your fingers, your wrists, your elbows, like you're putting a lot of wear and tear just on your body. So, when you're in that massage industry, they want you to do as many massages that you can do in an eight hour day. And they want you to work five days a week, (laughs) most places. So you're doing seven massages five days a week. You're going to blow out your wrists Mm. in a year, two years, three years, because it's just so bad for your body. Mm -hmm. And you're also getting paid like garbage and you're getting treated like garbage too, because those people, they don't care about the massage therapist. They care about making money. Mm -hmm. They care about their clients being happy that they keep coming back and getting massages. They don't care about you. If you quit, they don't care. Mm -hmm. They'll find another massage therapist right out of school. So I learned that pretty quickly. I mean, I was really lucky to have um so I graduated from Mildredelli and they have a um professional clinic where I worked for about a year and a half. Um and I was allowed to make my own schedule. So my teachers are basically my boss. Mm -hmm. So she taught us a lot of stuff. She let me create my own schedule if I needed time off or if I didn't feel well, she didn't give me a hard time, like she was very easygoing. Well, I wanted to like get into the industry and start making more money. Mm-hmm. So I thought, so I started working for a spa Um, and it was like literally the worst experience of my entire life. Mm-hmm. The whole like dynamic of the spa was not good. Um, the, w- the work that they were having us do, like just constantly working us and then it was just it was just not a good dynamic and i was starting to get super anxious every single day i'd go to work i was getting anxious to the point where i was getting sick like physically mm-hmm. sick and i've never had that before so i um i was going to doctors going to doctor appointments thinking like something was actually wrong with me that i was sick um and i remember for my birthday weekend Russ and I went away and I wasn't working. So we went away on vacation and um, he mentioned to me, he was like, so do you notice that you only get sick when you're either thinking about going to work or when you're actually at work? And I was like, you know, I never thought of that Mm -hmm. and I've never had anxiety that actually made me sick. So I was like, this is weird. So as soon as he put that thought into my head, I was like, I'm going to start like seeing how I feel while I'm there, like actually feeling like listening to my body and letting it tell me how this is affecting me. And as soon as that idea was in my head, I was like, yeah, it's, it's definitely this atmosphere. Like, this is why, like, I just, I couldn't be there anymore. So. I was still working at the spa. I made a Facebook group or I made a Facebook page for a business. And I was like, you know what? Let's just see if if I get any like of my friends and family that maybe want massages on the side while I'm not working. We'll kind of like make it a, I don't know. I'll just like see what happens. So (laughs) I was dumb and requested all of my friends on Facebook to like the page And some of my coworkers from the spa were on my Facebook. And I was like, oh, shit, I probably just shot myself in the foot. And one of my managers did come up to me and was like, you know, like, you can't really do this if you're still working here. And as soon as she said that, I was like, okay. And then the next day, I remember driving into work and I texted Russ and I was like, hey, I think I'm going to quit today. (laughs) And he was like, what? And I was like, yeah, you know, like, I just, I can't keep living like this. Like I can't keep hating my career because I went to school for this. I love what I do and I hate being a massage therapist right now. This is like the worst experience ever. So, I went in, I quit and I started my own business. So, long sorry, that was a long story, but <laughs> wow.
0: Okay, so yeah. basically the toxic environment and your experience um pushed you to become yeah. a business owner. Yeah. And so let me ask you this because I think that for a lot of people, and I can even talk about myself, you know, being in toxic workplaces and how it pushes you to say, you know what, why don't I do my own thing then, you know? Right. But how many people do that and then they are not as successful? Yet I would say you are successful. So, Thank with you. that being said, <laughs> and i'm not I'm not just saying this because you're my friend. I mean, you're successful. You had clients when you were in New York, you had clients. you were it was like that was your job. and you were doing your thing and doing your shows and things like that. So, what would you say helped you get to the point where you where you are now?
1: Um. A lot of hard work, working when your friends and everyone have off, working when you really don't want to, working just constantly and like building yourself up. And I think another thing too is like having the self-confidence in myself to be like, I chose this. I'm a boss-ass bitch and I'm going to get this shit done. (laughs) So making just making sacrifices, I think, helped push me. Um, and just knowing like this is like my way of life. Like if I don't, if I'm not gonna be good at this, I'm gonna have to work for someone again. And I don't want to do that.
0: <laughs> so, you know, so- you're talking like this, and I'm actually getting teary eyed. Because, And I'm getting teary eyed because this is the question I was going to ask you. And I think that's why you and I resonated and, uh, you know, resonated with each other. Because being a business owner is like no other and mm-hmm. people don't understand. And I think that for you and I. I felt like you, we validated each other. I mean, I, if, if for those who don't know, Allie would come over like every other Friday or every Saturday, we'd had wine and movie night and we would talk about, oh my God, I got to tell you what happened. And then it was, you know, we were talking business, but the business was who we are and what we love to do. And, you know, we would, we would celebrate our successes and then we'd be like, are you kidding me? I'm going to get that bitch, you know, for the things that we needed to say that, (laughs) you know? Um, And I get teary-eyed because it's hard, like you just said, there's a lot of sacrifices and people don't understand, and especially your family. So how do you I mean, I know the answer to this, but for <laughs> others, how do you overcome that challenge when it comes to you being a business owner and then you're busting your ass and you have friends and family who are like, why don't you just come out with us? What's the big deal?
1: Um, I mean, I I feel like, too, I have like a pretty good like work-life balance. I've like made that a priority. But with things like that, like luckily – My boyfriend also owns his own business, so that is not an issue (laughs) because he knows, I know we don't like, I mean, it gets hard sometimes and we do have to like sometimes sit down and make time for each other, but for everyone else, like my family has been extremely supportive. They know how it is, so they don't really give me a hard time. My friends have also been extremely supportive, which I'm really lucky about, um, So, I mean, that hasn't been like a huge, huge issue, but it does get, it gets hard sometimes like not being able, especially like now when I have moved to North Carolina, like I have to build back up. So I am working like constantly either posting on social media, doing my events, making my body care products that I make for the events, um, doing like going to my office and, doing like having clients and things like that. Um, So like going and visiting my mom who still lives in New York, I wanted to go for mother's day, but there's a huge event here that I have to do. And like, I can't skip out on that because that is potentially building my business and that's my income too. So if I don't do events, if I don't bust my butt as hard as I can I don't make any money and then I can't hang out with my friends and I can't go and visit my family and friends that still live in New York. So I think they understand for the most part. It's just, it is hard. And then I have friends like you and my business friends who like really understand. And then it's like, Hey, we had plans to hang out 20 minutes ago and I can't make it because I got caught up doing something. And it's like, okay, well, maybe next weekend. <laughs> oh, my I mean, God. Oh, my God. Allie,
0: that is so spot on. So spot on. And yes, and that's not just, you know, that's with all my friends who are business owners who totally get that. Not even like a blink of an eye. It's yeah. Like,
1: okay. Yeah. Oh, well, do,
0: do you? Right. Okay, well, right.
1: We'll, go we'll come right. around again next week. And then, like, secretly deep down inside, I'm like, yes, that means I get to, like, sleep. Yes, <laughs> yes it is because so I have been funny. up all day.
0: <laughs> right. Okay, yeah. And, that, again, yeah. that's why I think it's really important as a business owner to have that tribe because, you know, they're the ones who do – uh, totally 1000% understand you. And I mean, you're, you're right. You're lucky that you have family and friends who are supportive, but it's not always like that for some people. Yeah, And um, I mean, for, uh, you know, to be honest with you, to be honest with you, for me, you were the only one that was a business owner that lived here. I mean, I have other yeah. friends that live all over the place, but you were the only one that lived here. So I do miss that, you know, oh, that tight friendship.
1: Yeah, I know. <laughs> um,
0: but, our you bond. know, <laughs> yes. But, you know, it, it's, you know, it's, I know I'll see you and um, it feels good to be sharing, you know, our successes and talking about like, can you believe this? So <laughs> with that, can you believe this? Um, Allie and I met in a very uh, funny situation, and we're going to talk a little bit about this. So, of course, <laughs> oh, I've always cringe. wanted to, you know, it's funny, I've always <laughs> wanted to talk about this so badly, and I think it's been long enough that we can. So, you know, one of the things as business owners for you to catapult and grow your business is obviously to be seen, you know, whether to do uh, fairs, shows, presentations, whatever, be at the a basketball game, selling whatever, you know, whatever you can to show your your face in, in your company. So one of the things uh, was networking groups. And I know, and you know, in my mind, I always thought, wow, networking groups. Wow, they're amazing. And I know I had someone here. Um, A while ago where she talked about these networking groups and she completely said it's bullshit and and how it's not the best idea and and the way they go about it so quickly. That's how Ali and I met. We were part <laughs> of a networking group. It was such a click. And day one, I felt so out of place. This was just not my tribe. These women, most of them were married, they had, you know, second incomes, and they were growing their businesses. And they had a lot of income to build their business. <laughs> and me being a single mom didn't totally felt out of place. And yet, her and I, uh, that's how we met. So I don't know if you want to say a little bit about those networking groups, Allie.
1: <laughs> so another thing too. So when did we, we met, it was 2018, right? We, our first meeting was in December, I want to say. Yeah. December, November. And I remember yep. I was like fresh. Like I just started my business. I didn't know that.
0: In September. I did not I, know that. Yeah, I thought you were really, like already flourishing. Oh, oh,
1: hell no. Did you see how red my face used to get when I'd stand up in front of everyone and talk? Hell no. I mean, I still get red, but, but the one thing that irritated me was I went into it thinking the leaders of this group were going to help us bring, I thought that we were going to like bring in other people to like talk to us, to help build our businesses, it was just kind of a scam to get money. Mm -hmm. It was two women who didn't own their own businesses. They, well, so they were, they were a part of MLMs. Mm -hmm. So that was another thing that I struggled with a lot because I built my business from the ground up. Like I had no direction. I have no one telling me what to do. I have no merchandise from another company that I'm selling. I'm like completely alone in this. Mm-hmm. And I felt like a lot of a lot of these women, I, they worked hard, but they didn't weren't building their business like I was. I thought I was getting into like a a small business group, yeah, and it was more of like MLM with like a sprinkle of small businesses, mm-hmm. um, which. If I knew that to begin with, I probably would not have joined because that wasn't what I was looking for. Right. But I paid, I paid my dues and I was in.
0: <laughs> yeah, and I want to just say because yeah. you know for those who are listening, we're like, what's wrong with MLM? Okay, there's no. We're not saying there's anything wrong no. with them. Okay, it. W- you know, at the time, I will totally say I think when I joined, I was part of an <laughs>
1: MLM. Yes, but you. But but you tried to get out of that, and they wouldn't let you. Yes. Do you remember that? Yes. Yes. You I, tried, you tried to switch yep. what you were doing and yep. they won't let you, which that was is the thing that was bullshit because. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So that, that was like, that was the issue. It was like, it wasn't that it was like MLM people being there. It was that it seemed like they were trying to recruit for themselves, the two leaders that were doing it. Yeah. And they were trying to create an MLM within this networking group. Yep. So instead of, so instead of like, we would share like our business ideas and things like that. But once we got through the 15 girls, we would do two presentations a night, meet what once a month. Mm-hmm we would get through our girls within like, we got through everyone within six months because people would fall off. People wouldn't Mm -hmm. show up. It was just like a revolving door. But the one thing that they always told us, recruit, 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 we need more Mm -hmm. people. The only way that your business is going to grow is if this group gets more people, blah, blah, blah. And that was just so, we were selling to each other. It's like if everyone in the group had a massage therapist, that was not me they're not going to refer their friends and family to me because I'm in their networking group. They're going to refer to the person that they already get massages from or the person that they already get like running coach advice from or health and fitness. It was just, it was a scheme for them to build money. And then when we spoke out about how things weren't being ran the proper way (laughs) and how decisions were being made when we're the paying, we're paying for this we're giving these leaders our money and they are taking our money and then just making decisions without even asking any of us, without putting a vote in on a location, without, it was just, it was awful. And honestly, I got recruited by a networking group in Charlotte. And as soon as they told me, I was like, "Mm, I'll pass. Thank you. Thank you.
0: Um, yeah. I want to just take a step back and explain a little bit about this networking group. And I honestly when I think about it, and I remember Allie and I talking about it, we're like, I said to
1: her, This is <laughs> that's genius. how I feel like that's how we became like so tight. <laughs> was we're talking we talking about it. And yeah.
0: And we were and I even said, damn, that's genius that they thought of that. Jesus, you know? But she's right. So one of the things that was involved in this networking group is that you would have to do your elevator speech at every, you know, everyone had took a turn, uh, doing their elevator speech and to the whole group. And then like Ali said, if people were already like, and that's for me, if you already had somebody that you were working with, why would you refer that person? Like for me at the time, I'm not going to say the name, but I was part of a huge multi-billion, making a MLM that was with fitness, and, (laughs) um, you know, here I am talking about it in my elevator speech, and then I had someone come up to me and say, oh, I do that too. And I'm thinking, well, then how the hell am I catapulting myself if there's half of the people in this room already are part of that MLM? How? Why would they? Why would they like refer me when they could just refer them for themselves and make money? Because they were also doing that on the side. So that was part of what Ali was talking about doing these speeches. Because then after we were done with saying it to everybody, then it was like, what are we going to say these elevator speeches again to each other? And we were selling to ourselves. And then the other part is, Ali said, when we did come up with you know, ideas, because in my mind, I thought I thought I was going to learn about how to run a business, have attorneys come in, have people talk about trademarks, have people. I thought that's what that networking group was about. And the minute I said something, I was pretty much outcasted. (laughs) Yeah, like like dropped. <laughs> yeah.
1: As soon as as and that's like that's why I'm like it's pretty cultish because as soon as you spoke out against leadership it was like, well bye. Goodbye. Yeah. Goodbye. Luckily, luckily a lot of the women in the group, we were all like friends. I brought in a couple of people that I knew from doing vendor events and things like that. And I felt bad because I was like, well, shit, now I'm leaving. Like, come with me. Don't be a part of this anymore because it's a scam. But I'm sorry I got you involved. So as soon as I said I was going to leave, one of the leaders was my friend on Facebook. Uh, She she bought gift certificates from me. She was like trying to be my friend, fake friend. As soon as I left that group, she deleted me off of Facebook. I was like, okay, like, yeah, yeah, that's not a friend. Yeah, no, 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 no. So I was like, you know what, like, this is such a scam. I'm never doing anything like this ever again. So as soon as anyone like comes to me, and is like, Oh, I'm doing a networking group. I'm like, Mm. stay away.
0: Yeah. (laughs) And, you know, the other thing that Ali mentioned was out that the thing is with these networking groups, once you come in as a massage therapist or a whatever, you couldn't switch. And that's what she was talking about me because once I figured out like, wow, everyone else is part of this LMN, L M L M that I'm trying to sell. You know what? Maybe I can bring in the other thing that I was doing at the time. I own my own uh, nutrition business and I was having such a hard time switching and they wouldn't allow me to do that. And then I was just like, you know what? Fuck this. I'm out. And, you know, like Allie, they unfriended me. And I'm like, these are not real friends. And this is not about women empowerment and supporting each other. This was about, you know, uh, this was cattiness. And I would never do it again either. And, you know, it, but out of it came a friendship (laughs) with Allie and um, friendships with other women as well that was part of that group. So, That's our opinion on networking groups. (laughs) Take it or leave it.
1: Take it or leave it. Because Uh just don't waste your money. Honestly, if you're going to spend that kind of money, invest it in social media outlets. Invest it in actual vendor events where you're going to meet people who actually want to buy your stuff and want to be your client. And just save your money. And it's not worth the cattiness. And it's not worth that fake Empower women empowerment, because I feel like that has, that's another thing that has been like going around and circulating lately is like, everyone wants to empower women until the women in your circle start doing better than you or want to like expand out further than what you're willing to expand out. And then it's like, well, I'm not going to support you anymore. That's what really bothers me about that whole women empowerment movement with like small business owners supporting each other because it's not it's just yeah and you know that's
0: that we could talk about that for hours because I've (laughs) all day every day that is another podcast (laughs) episode but yeah and you know what enough for nothing I'm gonna be really straight up and honest yes sometimes I'm like man she's amazing she's doing so well why can't i do so well right but there's something that a friend of mine said to me and she just totally like put it out and she said she goes you know lisa if there is another woman that's doing better than you and you find that you and, you know, you can resonate with her life, her lifestyle, and you kind of are cut from the same cloth. That's your opportunity to go to her and say, what are you doing? Right. I can do that as well.
1: Right. Like, why not, why not build everyone up around you? So you have a great support system. Right. And have people to lean on when you need them the most. And that's what we should be doing as small business owners And we should be looking up to these women who are doing so amazing. Like, yeah, it might be a little bit frustrating when we aren't doing as great, but that's something to aspire to. That's something Mm -hmm. to really look up to and to think like, wow, I want to be like her one day, Yeah. not to be jealous, which I know that's hard to say because I get jealous sometimes too. I see people like killing it and I'm like... Oh, one day, one day, one day, one but day. That, we'll but that's the,
0: but that's the opportunity to say, oh my God. And especially if it's a friend, oh my God, what are you doing? I want right. to know exactly what you're doing. And if that woman right. could be like, absolutely. here, right. hey, I'm doing this, I'm doing that. Just so that she can lift you up is amazing. But right. the other thing that you also mentioned, well, you kind of talked about a little bit um, when we were in that networking group, is that even though there are other massage therapists, other fitness coaches, whatever it is you're doing. At the end of the day, you are only you, which kind of when you think of it that way, it takes away that whole competition.
1: In my office right now, um, I, it's, a, it's a kind of like a shared suite. I have another massage therapist that is like three doors down from me. We each have our own separate businesses. And when I was like looking around, the lady that was renting me the room, she was like, that doesn't bother you, does it? And I was like, no, we have our own clients. Like I like, honestly, it's probably better because then her and I can trade. We can like run ideas off of each other. Maybe we could collaborate on things. Like that's how I think of it. When I meet other people, especially other like women, small businesses, I'm like, how can I work with them so Mm -hmm. that we can like build each other up because Mm. two of us is better than just me. Right. Right. So, so we used
0: to collab I know we did used to I collab know, as well I know, I know. um I wanted so to also bad. say to you this so well let me ask you this so mm-hmm. one of the things that you mentioned at the beginning is that you moved to yep. the Carolinas Yeah. you left us yes. and um <laughs> with this move do you feel like you're kind of starting all over again
1: oh a hundred percent and I'm not going to lie to you. I've been like working on my taxes and I look at how much money I made when I was still in New York this year. And it's like the best I've ever done. Like in the seven months that I was in New York, I was like, oh my God, I gave all of that up to move. And now I'm like barely scraping by like this sucks. But then I have to keep reminding myself, like, this was my dream. So my whole dream for building my business, even before I had my massage business, my dream was to always move to either North or South Carolina. I just loved it here. It's warm, not like New York. It's a little bit cheaper. Things are nice. And then once I owned my own business, I was like, yeah, I'm definitely, I'm, I'm hitting, I'm hitting the road. I'm not staying here in New York. Um, So I have to like, keep reminding myself, like, this is what I worked so hard for. This is what I pushed myself for. And this is like, I wanted this, like, I have to keep reminding myself, like, this is what I wanted because the bigger picture is I'm going to grow 10 times more than I did in New York. Mm. So I have to like, keep reminding myself, like, I'm on a, I'm on a path. I chose this path. This is what I've been praying and dreaming about for years and it's going to suck at first. And I knew that I knew going into it, I was going to have to rebuild. And I knew it was going to be harder than New York in certain aspects, because I didn't have that support system that i had in New York. Um, But also a little bit easier because I already went through everything. I knew what worked, what didn't work. I mean, it's a little different down here because I mean, honestly, in New York, when I would do vendor events, I would never get clients. So I stopped doing them here. I'm doing vendor events and I've been getting a lot of clients from them, like coming into the office, like getting my name out there. So just finding those differences, even though they're like very small, finding those has been helpful. Um, I'm excited. I have a lot of ideas. I'm actually going today for my... um, put my body care products in a little vintage shop. So that's exciting. So I have, I have a lot of opportunities down here and I'm just trying to figure them all out and see what works for me and what doesn't work. And
0: yeah. Yeah. Well, I want to remind you and everybody else that you gain a lot of success in a very short amount of time, if you think about it. And because of that, you knowing how it feels like when you first started is not so f- long ago. Right. It's still fresh in your mind, which right. is why you're going to catapult again because you know what you need to do. Before, it was kind of hit and miss. Like, you know, you did the networking group.
1: Right, <laughs> <You did> the- <laughs> right. right. That, that's like the that's, biggest sign out of all. boy.
0: <laughs> yeah, and now you know. I mean, you know, and then the collaboration and, you know, when Allie was mentioning how her and I collabed, that was after I left the MLM. <laughs> and was being doing my running coach business. And it just made sense, you know, to uh, collab with someone who is a massage therapist. I'm sure you're going to find somebody that you're going to be able to to do that over there. So I'm sure because it's still fresh in your mind, you're still, you're going to be very successful in, well, in there. So at, in the Carolinas. Um, <laughs> okay. So, what are some of the things that you do? Because you did mention that you have products. So, Ali, I just want to say really quickly because I want to plug you. So, and because not only was I a friend of Ali, I was also a client. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So Allie sure. is an amazing massage therapist. In fact, because of her, I left one of those large places and went to see her. And one of the reasons being, yeah. so anyone listening from North Carolina, so you know a little bit about Allie that you, if you haven't had a massage by her, what I loved about her is that she asks you, like, really, she caters the experience to who? what you like and what you're used to. And she really catered to me as a as a runner. And she really focused on a lot of those areas that when I go to one of those places, yes, they ask me, okay, do you have any issues? Blah, blah, blah. But I gotta be honest with you, Allie, it was just your same general type therapy, oh, yeah. a massage therapy, therapy appointment. Yeah. Where with you, you really did a lot of the focusing on certain areas. And I would be like, of course, I'm not going to lie. I was done. I was like, I can't move. But (laughs) because then afterwards, I was able to move. So tell us a little bit about your focus as a massage therapist and then your other services, because you do have amazing products.
1: Yeah. So as a massage therapist, I really like to work with people who have a lot of chronic pain injuries. Um, so that really entails a lot of like trigger point work. So like working on knots um, in tight areas, um, a little bit of myofascial, which is facing some of fascial restrictions, which are it's a layer of muscle. Well, not a layer of muscle, a layer of connective tissue between your muscles um, that basically separates your skin from your muscle, your muscle from your muscle, your muscle from your bone. It just separates everything. So connecting um it can say you have an injury in your shoulder um in the back it could be coming from your front because your connective tissue everything is connected in your body so myofascial really focus on releasing that connective tissue um so i like to use some of those techniques um and i just really i try to educate my clients a lot on home care too so making sure that you're doing your stretches making sure you are um, performing some exercises to strengthen the muscles that might be weak, and that might be the reason that you're having so much tightness. Um, I can't diagnose as a massage therapist. It's not in my scope of practice. So if someone wanted to come to me for that, I would refer them to like a PT or a medical doctor, even though I don't sometimes think that they really I've had a lot of clients come in that, Say, oh wow, even my doctor didn't know to do that. And I'm like, well, because they're yeah. <laughs> so, so I mean, I do, I try to just focus on like what my clients need. So a lot of my clients um come to me for either sports injuries or um like just chronic pain injuries, things like that. So that's like the massage part. And then I also have body care products that I started making. Um, I started making them because I was doing body treatments, like body scrubs and body wraps for some of my massage treatments. And I couldn't find any products that I would want to put on someone else because I was like, if someone has a reaction to this crap that I'm using, first of all, I'm using it. So I'm touching it all day long. And then I'm putting it on someone else. Like that's a huge liability. And this garbage has alcohols and things that dry up your skin and chemicals. And like, I didn't feel comfortable putting any of that on anyone. So I I was like, how hard is it to make a scrub? So I started researching and putting like making concoctions and things like that. Um, So I first started with scrubs and body butters and rice packs. So uh, I don't know, you've used the rice packs. Oh my God. Yes. (laughs) Oh, it's just like a little sack filled with rice. You put it in the microwave. um, You warm it up, use it as a heat pack. It holds heat for about like 30 to 45 minutes, depending on how hot you get it. And it's really good for loosening up your muscles. So I was making those, Um, for clients before. And then once I started doing these events, I was like, I need to like pull people into my table by like selling something. So I started selling the scrubs and the body butters and the rice packs. And then I was like, you know, I want to like experiment with some other stuff. So I started making bath bombs, which is like the most stressful thing ever to make because they're so temperamental, but they look so cute. So I have to keep making them. Um, And then I started getting into essential oils. Um, I use them a lot personally, and then also through like aromatherapy massage. But I started realizing that people, even if they aren't coming in for a massage, people could still use some aromatherapy in their life. So I started making roller blends and pillow sprays that I only put essential oils, water, um, witch hazel, and coconut oil for the different ones. So there's, I never add any alcohols or fragrance oils or anything like that, anything that could dry out your skin or irritate you. So I have a large array of things that I make. I'm going to be adding more soon too, because I realized that as much as I complain about making the stuff, I still love doing it. (laughs) So so it, it is time consuming, but I really do love like, it's being able to sell these products and knowing how much people love them and how they benefit people's lives. So it's kind yeah. of why I do what I do.
0: So, well, I want to say a little bit more about your products and then I'll let you go. Okay. Um, so your rice packs, and I'm sure people are like, well, it's just a rice pack. Well, what I love about what Ali does is. Again, she caters to the client and she makes an array of rice packs with different patterns. And some of them are hilarious. Like you're like, you know, literally you can give it as a gag gift, but yet it does have its purpose. Really fun stuff. The other thing is your body scrubs. Um. I remember you saying this, and this is why I bought so many from her. So she she didn't tell you that before she left. I was like, "Um, I need all of your lavender and (laughs) all of your this and that. So her body scrubs are amazing because I use them as um, I put them on my body before I shave my legs. And they are amazing. And it smells so good. And it's so soft. And I've, I will never use a shaving cream ever again. I still have my collection until I run out. Then I order, by the way, I still order from Allie while I'm up in New York. The other thing is I want to talk about her lip butter sticks. By the way, she didn't pay me to say all this because I'm just, I just love her stuff. (laughs) No, I I mean, I have all of it like right in my room, all the stuff. Her lip butter sticks are to die for. Mm -hmm. First of all, they're so natural. You can tell they're natural. There's nothing like, you don't have like additives to it. They don't take, you know, when you put those, Um, I'm not going to name the name brands, but that huge name brand, that's a stick. Um, And, <laughs> and you put it on your lip. Uh, it Always has like this taste to it. Doesn't have a taste to it. My lips are so freaking soft. And then the new thing that I tried that she, I bought from her was the lip scrubs. Oh my the lip scrub. You like oh price. my god, I oh, yeah. love the lip yeah. Yeah. scrubs. Yeah. The okay. lips. Awesome. It, there's like no taste. But it's not. You could tell it's so natural. It's yeah. all natural ingredients. Mm-hmm. So of course, I wanted to talk about all those amazing, amazing things. Uh, one more thing, her bath bombs. Again, she caters to the people and she caters to the holiday. And every time there's a holiday, she makes really neat. I mean, you could give them as a gag gift. And yet it it has a great purpose because they're yeah. amazing. Um, She has things for Valentine's Day, for Christmas. I mean, she is so creative. So it's not just that she has these products that maybe you could get anywhere else. She is creative and she goes and yeah. thinks out of the box. She didn't pay me for that. that I
1: know. Thank you so much. I'm about (laughs) to start crying. That's so sweet. (laughs) No, you are amazing,
0: Allie. So, um, and I'm I'm sure people are like, well, that's her friend. No, I wouldn't be saying it if it, listen, I had you, she, I just told her she just dropped another, by the way, just for people to know, because we're dropping this episode this week, she tell everybody what you're, what's out about for Valentine's day.
1: Oh yeah. So I have some new Valentine day, um, bath bombs and they are like the conversation hearts. So I use some coloring in them. So they actually look like the candies, um, and they're scented in a a bunch of different scents. Um, I also have some rooms and pillow sprays. It's called love is in the air and it is made with ylang ylang lavender and bergamot which some people know that ylang ylang is an aphrodisiac. So (laughs) might, might help you in the bedroom on Valentine's day. Um, I also have some new products. Um, they are bubble bath truffles. So those are more like a bubble bath instead of a bath fizz. So, and they are going to be more hydrating too, because they are just filled with shea butter and coconut oil. So, um, So, yeah. So those are some of my new things. I don't think I have anything else for Valentine's Day. Um, but I also offer gift certificates and you can get e-cards and right now all the e-cards are 15% off on my website. Um, so you can go and check that out at readmassagewellness.com. Um, and also some of my stuff isn't online yet. Um, I'm going to be working on that. So hopefully by the time that this episode drops, it will be. Um, but if you ever want anything custom made, you can always send me an email and I can invoice you through that. You don't have to purchase everything online. So, um, if anyone wants to place orders for that, you can always just email me or, uh, give me a call or shoot me a text. All my information is on the website
0: yep and we'll have all of that on the show notes um for those of you uh who want to know like how to get a hold of ali she's on social media all her links will be on the show notes as well as her website and her email so if you're interested in any of these products you can definitely uh take a look at it and also of course um, I just gave, uh, did a giveaway with my Facebook group for my women, and it was Allie's uh, self care box. And if you want to check my Instagram page, you'll see the amazing box that she put together because she does send out of the state, just for those who are wondering. So, yeah, yeah I should. Um, <laughs> so anyway yes yeah, she ships um, so anyway <laughs> Allie, I know I don't want to I, I said oh we'll only do 30 minutes and here we are almost an hour Oh, I can
1: talk do- to you like all day long, so yeah, exactly. Just get
0: some yeah. wine. No, and- <laughs> I, I missed that. But we'll we'll see me each too. other soon.
1: Yeah. Um,
0: Allie, thank you so much for being a
1: part of this. Thank you for having me. Finally, after like a year and a half of planning, finally happened. And it was <laughs> I mean, it I was did.
0: it was amazing. So thank you so much. And thank you for having me. I appreciate you're it. welcome. You're welcome. And like I said. Reach out to Allie. It's all on the show notes. And thank you, everyone. Thank you for being here. Until next time. Bye.
1: Bye.